Hey guys, welcome back to another amazing episode of Bitches Who Brunch. I am your head bitch in charge, Miss Bonnie Lynn, and as always, I have my beautiful co-host with me, Miss Marita Ra. Hey everybody. So, uh, yeah, uh, what was that? <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, when are we going to get on the screen? The, the countdown was doing like a weird thing. Was it doing a Did weird thing? Did yours freeze too? Yeah, okay. I was like, because uh, like when we hopped on, when it finally showed, I was like, is this real or is this still glitching? <laughs> I was like, are we here? Like, yeah, no, that kind of freaked me out. It got my anxiety going a little bit. I'm like, no, wait, when are we starting? Because it went from like 17 seconds, 14 seconds, 30 seconds. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> what's happening? Mine didn't even do. Mine stayed at 30 seconds. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not just sitting here looking at myself. I'm like, I like so pretty. Just <laughs> grin and bear it. Grin and bear it. <laughs> That's so okay. So welcome back to another episode. We have missed you guys. I know we missed last week. Um, <laughs> but we are back and we are going to have, we're going to have a pretty good episode. This is going to be a somewhat serious episode, a little bit on the serious side, but you know, you know, we're still going to bring our flair with it. Um, so today we're going to talk about past relationship trauma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, with that, we're also going uh, to talk about like how past relationships can affect your new relationships. Yep. And can past relationship trauma affect your sex life? Or how does it affect your sex life? Because, come on, we know it can. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that being said, guys, you know me. Let's jump right in. So, Rita, past relationship trauma. I literally hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay. Um, past relationship trauma. Where do I start? <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, girl. Okay. Hmm. Really, where do I start? Okay, I guess so recent. Yeah, that's I, I'm. I was thinking like maybe like past two, maybe that I can really think of. Um, so as we've talked about before, I seem to like navigate towards a little bit of the uh the narcissistic ones. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're your favorite flavor. Are you? Yeah, I can hate it. Like I like like I love y'all, but I hate y'all. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there it is. I got the first one today. I know, I got the first one today. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, okay, so one of them, you know, for me, um, anxiety triggers for me. Because I, I have, you know, we both do. We have anxiety. And, um, you know, what? I guess what a lot of people don't understand when they get with somebody who has anxiety is there's, like, we're not needy. We're not needy. But we we need certain assurances more than others. You know what I mean? Like, um, we want the affection, we want the love, but we're not needy because we don't want you on us all the time. Like we're not, we're not like that, you know, but, but we need some of those reassurances a lot, you know, and it's because our minds play those tricks on us. So a lot of what I've noticed in like my past couple relationships is where my anxiety, my overthinking, um, can start to cause problems or, it was the other way around where it was actually validated, but they made me sound like I was needy and crazy and, you know, something like that. And like, that's that narcissistic shit that I'm talking where they somehow flipped it on me, you know? Um, and there was, there was just, you know, a few times and all the same, it, it like had to do with my anxiety. I was at the time it was really, really bad. And, um, you know, they would, 
instead of kind of caring for me or trying to, to dig for, you know, what's, what's the problem? Like, do you want to talk about it? You know, something like that. Um, they'd bark at me, you know, they'd, they'd get mad at me for the way I was feeling. They would like, um, I dated somebody who, um, when I would literally wake up in the middle of the night with a panic attack, like literally already in the middle of it, there was nothing I could do. Um, you know, like hysterically crying, can't calm down, can't breathe. They would get mad at me because I would wake them up because by me being upset and trying to cry quietly to myself, they would get mad at me because I was waking them up. So I'd get up in the middle of all this. I'd have to get up, go to the living room, like literally deal with it by myself. You know what I mean? And there's been times where, um, that same person would, you know, I, I would be kind of on the ground. Sometimes when your anxiety is bad enough, the ground is just like the most comforting place you feel and you feel really down, really low. So like even a couch or something isn't good enough. You, you, yeah, you're on the floor, you know, and they, they would walk right past me. They wouldn't ask me if I was okay. They wouldn't do nothing. I'd be sitting there bawling, crying, couldn't calm down. They'd walk right past me. Like I was literally less than dirt. And so when I'm, I've noticed in like some of my new relationships, like sometimes when it comes to my anxiety, I feel like I have to walk on eggshells just because I have anxiety. So that's like a huge past trauma thing for me when it comes to relationships. Cause now I'm like, am I the problem? Is my anxiety the problem? Like, should I feel like I'm the problem? Because I can't help having anxiety. Like I'm trying, you know, like, so, but all that, like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? To have to worry about. And then, you know, it's just, it's just one of the, it makes you feel shitty. Like as a person, you, cause you, you know, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but you know, like I'm, I'm my biggest critic, you know, like I can be my most confident self, but I can also be my big, my, like, like my worst enemy and anxiety on top of all that does not help. So I'm the hardest on myself, which is why when stuff like this comes up, like I, I'm all over the place in my head. I'm like, did I, did I bring, did I have to bring that up? Like, was that my fault? No, I was right to bring that up. You know, like, and that's that eggshell thing from the past relationship that just walked past me like dirt, never asked me if I was okay, got mad at me because I'd wake them up because I was crying and needed somebody. You know what I mean? Like they got your partner, they're supposed to be there for you. But no, I didn't get that. So now when my anxiety triggers, I feel like I'm the problem. And like, that's horrible, you know? And I have a lot of friends that have anxiety too, that, that they've been in relationships where that, that happened with them too. So it's, mm-hmm. these, it's this eggshell thing and it's horrible. It's ugly. It's an ugly feeling. So for you, your trauma is basically, you know, how somebody else made you feel because of your, you know, where you're at with one of your, the things you struggle with mentally. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I used to, I used to love this, you know, when we would, uh, you know, like eventually once I was okay and I calmed myself down, you know, eventually later on we get into it because, you know, I'd call him out. I'm like, you didn't ask me if I was okay. You didn't, I mean, you literally, you know, so of course we kind of get into it. And my favorite thing to hear was always, you're fine. Just breathe, just calm down. Like, Oh, why didn't I think of that? It doesn't work like that. You know, <laughs> like, there's a way to say you're fine. Everything's going to be okay. You're okay. Just, you know, you know, there's a way to do that. And then there's a, there's a, you're fucking fine. Barking, like, pissing me off because of the way. Yeah. yeah. And is it, that's why like, it's just, it's ugly. So like, because of my anxiety that I feel 
I feel a lot of times like I have to tiptoe through my relationships and like I have a, a guard up now where, you know, like my, because of that, I have a guard up now where if I finally feel comfortable enough with you, when it comes to my anxiety, I'm good. But if I don't, I'll shut down kind of in front of you. I'll still be me and I'll still talk and whatever. But as far as when my anxiety starts to kick in, I can feel it. I notice myself get quieter. I won't talk as much. I'll start zoning out because I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't want to, I'm afraid how that conversation is going to go. Like, and that's, that's trauma. That's trauma. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, that's, it's trauma on top of trauma, which is horrible. Yeah. You see, and like, for me, one of my past relationships, I guess where you could say like trauma, where like, it kind of still stays with me is like lying, like the, the lying in a, like I was, with somebody who literally lied about almost everything, like even small things, like small, ridiculous, why are you lying about this thing? You know? And you'd be like, you don't even need to lie about, like you're the white lies. I know you seen to me looking at you, looking at me, looking at you, (laughs) doing the shit. And you're still like, I didn't do it. And I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But you did. So like in a, in a, in a quite a few, not even I don't know, quite a few, maybe like one, two, two of my past relationships where it was like, really, it was the lying, you know, the lying part that, that kind of did it. And I think another one of my past relationship traumas, a big one is when you meet somebody and like you fall in love with them and, and everything is good. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like snatch, like just ripped away from you and it was like then it leaves you wondering like was was this true I oh you know not that one I can totally relate with I have have a relationship like that and it's the not knowing it's yeah oh my god like yeah it leaves you wondering like did I just did I get bamboozled did he bamboozle me like, like was any of what they of what they told me real? Like was it, was it real? Was the love real? Was like the connection? Like I I cannot. I want to take a break real quick. Hi, Miss Roxanne. Hello for those of you listening to our podcast networks. I am saying hello to one of our listeners, Miss Roxanne. Um, yeah, it, you know, it just for me that's that's what it was. Like it leaves you like was their feelings really there? Was it true? No, it had to have been true. I felt it. No, it was real. It was real. So that's kind of like that, that has carried with me like that. So, um, I, yeah, that's one of my biggest traumas, I guess you can say. And we do have a viewer, uh, comment on here from Mr. Joshua. Hey, Josh. Um, what if you know you have relationship trauma, but you keep going back to that? Is that the trauma or not learning from your trauma? Oh, that is a good question. Good question. I, I think so, for a lot of people, it's, it, it probably is a bit of both. You know, um, I, I know when I was always going back to the, the more bad part of my relationships, I know it was because for me, it was a personal thing. Like, um, I didn't feel like I deserved better because it it was just, it was something in me. I didn't feel like I deserved better. I didn't necessarily want them. I didn't want what what we had there, but I also couldn't get in my mind. I couldn't get better either because I felt like that, like if, if they're mentally better than me or something like that, that 
it puts pressure on me. Like, you know, like I, I feel like I'm, I'm not good enough for them. And it was this weird circle for me for a long time. Um, and then as far as like my, my narcissistic thing right now that I, that I tend to, <laughs> that I tend to go back to, I, I actually, I don't know what that is yet. And I wish I did. Cause I need to figure it the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I want to highlight, we do have another comment from one of our viewers, Mr. Rob. Hey, Rob. Um, he Hello. said, there's comfort in the trauma. And that's just what I was going to touch on, um, is going back to that trauma. Is it the trauma or not learning from it? See, some people find comfort in that trauma. Like, they go they go back to it because it's what they know. It's you all know? they know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it, it's a vicious circle is what it is until, you know, you finally break free from it. And some people, they just don't learn from the trauma. And I could, some people, yeah. right, I'm going to call myself out. I'm, I'm calling myself out. I know <laughs> I don't learn from the trauma because the, the trauma comes with a person that is surrounded <laughs> in toxicity and certain red flags that I am extremely attracted to. <laughs> You're like, this is a problem. Uh, <laughs> so there is definitely not learning from your trauma or, or there is, okay. So some people see like, they could say like hope is, is sort of like a bad thing because sometimes people have hope that the past trauma that they're trying to learn from is going to resolve itself or it'll that it'll get yeah, better. Change. Yeah. It'll do yeah, all that stuff. The whole so. time. Yeah, see, yeah, that's that's me. Like I'm like I, that in my couple relationships that I can think of that were like that. That was me. It's like okay, they literally can't be like this the whole time. Like I've seen the good side of them when they're not being like this, and that's how I would convince myself. Like that that exactly what we're talking about that vicious circle. You know, it's like man, like okay, I love this person. Like I know they're not like this all the time. So does that mean that eventually they'll not be like this? You know, like and so. I would try, I'm not necessarily a full on, like, I'm going to fix them. Cause I don't oh, know. No, I, I'm captain save a hoe. I, 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 I don't know that. I, that's only, I don't know that I, I believe that, you know, like, because I, I feel I'm like really big on like, if they're going to change, they're going to change on their own for you. Like, you know, like, right. um, so it's like, after a certain while, you just have to kind of accept it's either they're they're starting to change. You can see it or they're not. And that shit fucking hurts, especially yeah. when you're invested. Like that shit fucking hurts. It takes me a long time to get to that point, especially if it's somebody that I care about or that, I mean, that I care about, but if it's somebody that I love, like if uh, I, if I love that person, it's going to take me a while. And when it finally does, who child, not enough alcohol in the world. So. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna be going through it yeah so, yeah I'm gonna move us on to how does past trauma affect new relationships now I'll say I'll go first on this one since I made you go first oh, will you? <laughs> yeah. I will I'm gonna jump right in with myself oh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I will say I dated somebody that 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 was always their excuse as to why they couldn't treat me a certain way or why we couldn't be a certain way because it was always like, oh, well, in the past, like, this is when girls have hurt me or, like, his past relationship trauma was a trauma for me. 
to mm. go through because it, okay. he brought that into the, you know, the relationship with him. And no matter the amount of reassurances I gave him or anything else like that, it was still there. Like it was like every girl, when I tell you it got brought up so much and, you know, I'm a very, like, for me, I'm a very understanding person. I understand past trauma. I do. I, but when you're not like working towards like getting over it or resolving it or anything, you're just like in a stalemate. That's when it starts becoming a problem. And for me, that's where I went. Crutch rather than anything else. And I will Mm -hmm. say my past traumas, like in new relationships and stuff, they kind of just, they make me, if something's too good to be true, it's not. But, that, you know, that's uh, it's crappy to, like, think that because sometimes there are sometimes there are just things that are like, oh, my God, this really is like, wow. Like, like, literally, when you tell the story, you give people goosebumps and stuff like that because they just like it's crazy. I mean, that stuff mm-hmm. really does happen. But now because of what I've been through, it's like and, and I hate it because I'm a huge hopeless romantic. I really am. I know yeah. I come on here. I talk a lot about swinging dicks and everything like that, but I am a huge hopeless romantic. So it kind of like, and I wouldn't even know if it like it affects new relationships. I think for me, it just, uh, it's just a little bit. Once I like, I kind of like feel like someone's lying like that, that kind of does affect new relationships for me. Like honesty and trust. That's the big one. And if I get a little hint that you're lying or keep anything or something's, you know, off, then it's like, no, I'm on it, like right on it. Yeah. Okay. I can agree with that. Like the, the lying thing, or, you know, you feeling like they're holding something back from you, you know, see it's, it's the holding something back the not, not because I need openness in my relationship. Like now, like, mm, nope, I was going to lie. I was about to lie to y'all. Cause I was about to, <laughs> cause I was about to give yeah. her a red flag. Where's my fingers? That way. <laughs> give her a red I'd flag this bitch. Because <laughs> I was about to say, like, I don't need to know everything. But then I stopped. I'm like, well, I kind of need to know a lot, though. <laughs> like, uh, you lie. You a whole lie. <laughs> so, uh, because, you know, like, um, especially when, like, because we, when we date now, it's it's hard not to find people that don't have kids or, you know, stepkids, kids that, you know, so when other stuff starts coming into it. It's not just you and that seeing that individual person anymore. There's other people involved. There's other things, other people, other adults and stuff you have to, you have to deal with in relationships. Like that needs to be talked about. Now that's something that needs to be open. You know, stuff like that is important in an adult relationship. Um, so openness, if, if you, if you're not open with me about a lot, a lot of things, I feel like you're holding something back. I feel like you might be hiding something. Um, so I definitely like, that's a big thing for me. Um, and the, uh, not, not lying. Cause I can't honestly say I've had like a, a lot of lying type thing going on, but, um, uh, Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, because oh, you were lying. <laughs> a, I, that's I was going to. That's why I was like, funny enough. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't gotta know everything. Mm, well, <laughs> most of it though. <laughs> um, yep, another red flag. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm like, but 
oh, openness is a really big thing for me. Um, shutting down. If you, if like, and this is also from past trauma relationship. If you shut down on me, that's, that's a no go for me. I, I'm not, I'm not okay with you shutting down. See, um, and the reason I guess it makes me even more upset, um, is because I, I, like I said, I have anxiety, so I shut down in my own way, but I won't shut, I won't shut you out completely. You're, you're my partner. You're my significant other. If anybody's going to keep me open and talking or just not, you know, not that the robot type shutdown, um, it should be, it should be you. But I expect that in return. Like, do not shut down on me. Do not shut me out. Do not, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I cannot. So the shutdown process is a big no-go for me because I've had that happen in past relationships. So if I see it start to happen in any new relationship or, or anybody that I start dating, you know, something like that, like that is one of the biggest red flags for me. Like I, I don't do shutdown modes. That's a huge no-go for me. You see another, another like traumatic thing for me, I guess in the past is like any, like if I don't get closure, I'm mm-hmm. traumatized. I'm traumatized. That's, I, I, I have to have closure. And I know like some people are like, no, you don't have to have closure. You just have to, uh, oh no, 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 no. I need closure. Just like I need all of my cabinets in my fucking kitchen. I need those damn hose closed. <laughs> I need that closed. Okay. Red flag me all you I'm all, I'm <laughs> it. I'm all mad. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't think like closure is a bad thing to ask for. Like, you know, and I, I was talking to somebody not too long ago who actually kind of said something that, that you said not too long ago when you're like, some people say you don't need closure. <laughs> kind of. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it helps you move on. It helps you yeah. learn and move on without without holding on to something that really hurts you. Like, are you going to be hurt in the end? Yeah, because you wanted, obviously, you got you were with that person for a reason. You wanted it to work out. It didn't, that's going to hurt, of course, but closure, it, it's there for a different reason. It helps you move on. It helps you, it helps that learning process not turn into something negative, you know, like, so I, I, I don't agree at all with people that are like, oh, they like, they don't need closure. I do. Like, <laughs> I and I need that real closure. I don't need that fake ass. I'm only saying this because somebody else. Because somebody else has told me to say it or I have to say it. Someone's watching me, like, message you. or, or And that's another and thing. I, and I don't want to have to try to get closure either. Because then to me, that's not realistic either. That's not real closure. Closure over a text message is not real closure. I need somebody in my face telling me. And I feel like, okay, all right. Yeah, okay. Like, that, like did it hurt? Yeah, but it. what I needed to hear, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so that, you know, that's like a, another like a trauma thing for me. If if uh, if I think like there was going to be like the an end to something, I gotta know why. Like I, you know what I mean. And that's, mm-hmm. that's it. but I give that in return. Like for me, if it's oh, just yeah. there, yeah. like I will definitely say why. There's no, it's never going to be like a guessing game. You know, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. But so, <clears throat> can past trauma affect your sex life and tra- it could be any kind of trauma like it and it really like so for some people past trauma is just as simple as I fell deeply in love and got my heart broken like that's yeah. their trauma like yeah. you know so can that affect 
your sex life? Has it affected your sex life at all? Any of your past traumas? Mm, I got, I got to say, yeah. Yeah. There's like, um, certain things that I wouldn't do anymore for certain people. If I feel like our relationship hasn't gotten to that point. Um, there's times where even if I'm starting to date you or something like that, like I don't want to have sex with you because in my mind, if I'm not, if not, if I'm not at a state where I know I'm completely moved on from somebody else, I'm not going to get involved like that with you because I feel like I'm going to fuck myself over. You know what I mean? Like, cause, and that's, that's one of those things. Like I'm helping you by helping me because if we bring sex into it and we know it wouldn't just be sex, then we're both going to end up hurt because I technically like, I like you, but I don't want to do this for certain reasons. And if I tell you that it's, Oh, because it's, a past relationship, well, now you're going to feel some type of way. And so we, you know, like I, unless I know I'm completely over somebody, I'm not going to have sex. Like I'm just not, um, yeah, it's weird. So, um, yeah, getting away from that very quickly. Um, one of our beautiful viewers, Miss Roxanne, had a question. She says, why is it so hard for us to accept a good person when they do something nice and we think they have ulterior motives? Miss Roxanne, that is your past relationship trauma coming to haunt you and anybody else that feels that way. That is why we do that, because you you have either been hurt so bad in the past. Somebody you have put your complete faith and trust into people and they have repeatedly shown you why you shouldn't. So when a genuine person comes around doing it, we tend to second guess it and we end up sometimes pushing away that person because of those past traumas. Very. So I, you know, you, it's, it sucks because you got, you got to work through them. You got to try and get, you know, past them. And whether it's talking to your girlfriends about it, you know, going out to brunch and talking about it with bitches who brunch <laughs> or, you know, actually like seeing a counselor or a therapist or somebody to help you work through those past traumas you got to do it some way because if it's if that's something that you catch yourself doing often then you know girl it's time to work on it but that's why we do that because we have been jaded in the past yeah yeah I agree and I've I've, I can admit to being like that a couple of times like there was really good men you know that I mean I I knew and I knew that they were great men it's just I couldn't I couldn't do it like, oh, and you see yourself being a bitch to them and you're like, stop, but it's like, just hard. There's just something that's not ready yet. Something that doesn't click something that, and then, and then you think about them later, you know what I mean? And it's not that you regret it, you know, you don't regret not going through with it because you knew what you were doing in the moment, you know, like you knew that you were not going to end up accepting them or uh, letting them get that close to you, your guard was too high up, your, your trust is too far down, you're, you know, you're all over the place, but when you're, you're not good. <laughs> and um, so you think about that person sometimes, but you don't, you don't regret it, because you know that if you had gotten into it, they would have been the ones that got hurt. I think sometimes if you let past relationship trauma like if you let it just sit in you and, and just grow and stuff like that, it turns you into a narcissist at, at some level, you know, it turns you kind of into the bad guy. So uh, that's why, you know, it's for all sorts of healthy reasons. You got to kind of try and let that go. But um, mine was, you know, about past relationship trauma affecting your sex life. See, for me, 
this, I had um, someone in my past, you know, and he would call me sweetheart. And now I don't want anybody calling me sweetheart. Like I, I can't like it. I, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Like babe, pick, girls any, for me. pick any other pet name except sweetheart. Cause I, I, I can't do that one. I, you know, I would probably start crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, but that, that it affect like that one affected me like that. Um, as far as sex goes, I mean, yeah, definitely there have been like where, like sometimes where I don't even like someone has reminded me of, you know, somebody that put me, that gave me some trauma, past traumas, anything broke my heart or whatever. And they do like a certain thing, like in the bedroom, the same way or almost the same way. And it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Nope. We ain't doing that. Uh, <laughs> you're like, Mm-mm. No, yeah. no. And then another way past trauma has affected my sex life is quite frankly, it ramped it up. Like mm-hmm. I am a, Oh, my heart's broken. I'm going to go fuck it out. Kind of girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm complete opposite girl. Like I'll shut down. Like I don't want to, I don't want to fuck nobody. I'm like, I'll, I'll, shut, <laughs> I'll shut down on a dick. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. <laughs> I'm all big fucking facts. Um, both of us. Why are we both kidding? Oh no! Wait, what did I do? Hold on. <laughs> I said I'm opposite. <laughs> Red flags for everybody. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I think that's um, in a way like it just makes me want to hoe out, you know. So if that did affecting my sex life, then you know that okay, okay. <laughs> I'm off for those listening on podcasting networks. I have. Come above Rita on red flags on this episode. Yay. Yay. We should do like a season counter of the red flags that we've gotten. A, has gotten a whole season. That's going to that's be a high number. Season's <laughs> <laughs> gotten more red flags. But any of our listeners out there, viewers, uh, we would love to hear how you guys feel. Really past relationship trauma. What have you guys been through? What do you still carry with you? If anything, like how do you try to come past it or work past it does it affect you in the same way that it might affect us we definitely want to hear from you and I just want to say thank you to the people commenting on this episode today you guys are amazing yeah but but yeah so definitely that is literally how I deal like that's like I think that's like I'm trying to think of like what else I mean really that's it uh oh oh so like also you know, and this is more like, you know, if the person that you're with that, you know, gave that associated trauma, if you still have feelings for them, like if you still love them or still have feelings for them, then it's like, as far as the sex goes, like no one else comes close. Like you find yourself comparing like, and you then you're like, yes to that one. A thousand percent actually yes to that one. <laughs> um, And it's a problem. Okay. Like <laughs> red flag. Red flag. Like, it's like, it's like not quite like digmatized because you were in love it wasn't just oh, no, dick. digmatized. no you digmatized to all of it it's well, that's, like, that's like it's not just that though like and that's what sucks if it, if it was just that like cool whatever like but it's not because there were fucking feelings involved so now i love you i miss you and i'm not having sex as good as you and you fucking know it like so you, you start getting off you start getting all mad you're like oh so no, actually I agree with that. Like you, so you start, you can't help but compare 
if sex is not as good, then you're like, mm, I think we're good. We actually, we don't got to do this, actually. Like, <laughs> or what if, like, what if, like, he went down on you really good? And then, like, after that, it's like, oh, I really don't need that from anybody else. It's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Red flag. I knew it was coming. Just slap me with it. Both of us were like, mm. Yeah. Like, and, and it sucks, though, like, because. Mm. Mm-hmm. you can't tell you can't tell them that you know what I mean like the the, <laughs> the person that's trying to talk to you or trying to get in your pants and you know other way around because this is for men too like I know I know men that feel the same way you know what I mean oh, like yeah. and like it you can't you can't look at a woman and be like mm, see my my ex she actually uh so when you <laughs> uh, you can't do that so you you just gotta <laughs> Like, like, it's like, what do you do? But see, I think that's why, like, for me, I think that's actually why my sex life for me, like, after a serious relationship just shuts down. Like, I don't want nothing to do with it. Like, I, 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 I don't even want you kissing me. Like, I don't, like, don't be sweet. I, oh, oh, you know what? That's one for me. I don't like sweet stuff, right? Like, after I'm just out of a relationship, like, I, I don't, I don't like for you to talk to me sweet. Like, even, like, I, it bothers me. It like, <laughs> I don't want it. Bob can't relate. I want it. I want all that shit. <laughs> I can't. I don't. Like, um, like actually, I was talking to a friend the other day, right, who, um, you know, he, and then funny enough, I think we were talking about past relationship type traumas. I think he was telling me about one of his exes and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, we were kind of talking through it. And um, he was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah. He's like, so, you know, whenever, whenever I try and talk to her, you know, she would, she'd respond to everything else, what I was saying, you know, full on conversation. But when it would like come to reciprocating the sweet stuff that I would say, she just ignored it. Like it was nothing. I'm like, Ooh, like in my mind, I'm like, I like that. Like, I, <laughs> like, so like I was able to obviously to give them, you know, like good advice as far as like what was probably going on in her head. But like, I, I realized like, I'm, I'm like that. Like, and I don't know, I don't necessarily know if that's like trauma or that's just personal. That's just me. But I don't, I don't like sweet stuff. It makes like, it, especially if I'm just out of really, it makes me feel awkward because to me, in my mind, I'm like, the only person I want talking to me like that is the person who's not talking to me like that. So don't fucking say that shit. Like, that, don't talk to me like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then like, that's all my, I just can't. That's why I think it's better when I just shut down for a little bit afterwards. Cause I'm, I'm going to end up being rude or bitchy to anybody new that tries to come into my life. Like I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. It's just how I feel. Like, and like I said, like the one person that I do want talking to me like this is the one person who's not. So I'm good. I'm fucking good. Like don't talk to me. And yes, we hate you, but we don't hate you. We still love you, but we fucking hate you. (laughs) Yeah. Like it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'll take that red flag. (laughs) (laughs) But um, definitely, guys, if you're out there and you are struggling with some kind of, you know, past relationship trauma or anything, definitely try and, you know, do something to help yourself get past it. Try not to bring it into the next relationship. Have those hard conversations with the person, the new person that you're talking to. Explain it. Hopefully, you know, they'll understand. And you know what? If they don't, then they're not, they're not the one. Like, yeah, you have to be understanding of each other's past. We are 
we are not in middle school or high school. We should we need hard conversations are needed in relationships. If you're if you're not able to have hard conversations, then literally not gonna happen. It's not gonna work. Most definitely. Um, but that is the topics we had for today's episode. I do want to remind you guys, if you are not following us on Instagram yet, please follow us on BS Who Brunch Podcast. You definitely find our Instagram tags right here underneath where you go ahead and point at yours because, like, I hate this stupid thing. Uh, I'm all, yep, there it is. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm having all this problem. <laughs> Spirit fingers. <laughs> Yeah. Uh (laughs) Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Go ahead and follow our Facebook page so you can get live updates on when we are going to go live. Next week's episode, we are going to be talking about zodiac signs. Who are the most toxic zodiacs? Who, which zodiac signs have the best sex? I know some people don't really believe in that stuff, but hey, it's all fun and games here. Yes. Who are the best (laughs) signs of the zodiac? I can tell you who's not one. Leo, we are angels. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Whoa. So you are not gonna you're not gonna want to miss next week's episode. It is going to be hilarious. Um our producer thinks he's a cute little Pisces back there. Um <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely be talking about Pisces men and all of their amazing attributes. Um <laughs> tune in next week, 8 p.m. Central. We do go live, catch our episodes on every podcasting platform. We're talking about Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And uh, Rhea, you got anything else to add? No, this is Patricia. <laughs> Thank you for being here for a little bit more of our serious episodes. We we do like to do this. You know, we're fun, we're spunky, we're very lively. But we know the the more in depth episodes like this are also yeah. needed. So yeah, we, we got to show you there's there's more to us than just you know amazing sexual talent. Yeah. So However. all the today were great. Like I, I liked it. Yeah, so if you guys would like to be on an episode as one of our guest hosts, we do have applications open for that. Just contact us. Contact, God damn. You know what? I'm going to have one episode where I can actually speak properly, the whole episode. Contact us on our Instagram page, and we'll go ahead and get you guys set up. And any topic ideas, let us know as well. So until then, we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.